0: He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack, and he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. You put it on. I was checking it out. Yeah, that's your fault that you have the attention span of a <laughs> of an eight year old that you can't stay focused with the inanimate. See, wait, you give you give me a hard time. For getting distracted by all the strange objects that you choose to interact with while we're recording yet you get distracted with your own objects before we start
1: recording and while we're recording so i don't i don't want to hear that anymore i don't well mf narduzzi fell down so i got to put him back up and i saw it i'm like well i mean i might as well try to put it on once
0: are you ready to start the show or do i need to let you finish setting up your room
1: he's good he's good to go
0: Um, today, Jody Leone, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today, we're going to be previewing week three. We really only have two games that are worth talking about. We're also going to share our betting picks to get to some of these other games. Uh, The two games that we're going to be getting to Missouri at Kansas State, Tennessee at Florida. This week's slate of games are terrible. But before we get to that, Sean, I have something fun that I I want to talk about. Uh, that I thought could be really entertaining for our listeners. Not going to try and spend too much time on this, but back when we were playing at Rhode Island, we started a club mm. uh, that was basically uh, the Sports Media Club. It was a blog that allowed kids to do podcasts, write articles. It could be a nice portfolio thing, so that you know they weren't limited to the the crappy radio station and the newspaper that we both hated and did not want to be a part of. Yeah, and since we've left, you know, a couple things have happened here and there, and, and we have. Donated to the club to you know for it to operate, and so I reached out in July, July 1st, and I said, Hey, can you guys let me know who the president is this year? Took him until today to respond, and this is the message response that I got Mm -hmm. What's up, my guy? It hasn't been announced yet, (laughs) but we will let you know for sure. And I texted it to Sean, and I go, My guy, who? I need to know who sent that message, which we're going to find out. We, we've had a, I had a little back and forth with them. We're going to get on a call with them. But what? who responds <laughs> to someone like that, that? Someone that you would hope to maybe establish in a relationship that has done things in the industry that you're trying to get a job in? How do you respond with, what's up, my guy, is how you, did, you hit me back.
1: There's a couple... I've been thinking about this all day. There's a couple lanes that we can go down here to try to see what's happened with some of the members of our club. And then uh, I guess how they're developing. First thing we can say. Yes. Okay. Stupid college kids. Just dumb. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably number one reasoning. Number two reasoning. They think that you're a student trying to get in the club. (laughs)
0: no no you don't you don't come on you don't think that really my bio says producer and host for believe
1: i look i'll do a lot for this club i will not sit here and swear on a bible that he even looked at you or they even looked at your bio okay we're gonna find this all out i can't be certain
0: we're gonna find this out when we talk to them because that's a good point that's a good point. I will say this though: I when I when I got that response, I was a little pissed because, like, my thought was, "I'm not going to say the person's name who, but there was somebody when I was in college that I uh, that worked very high up at a large media company, and I had established a relationship with. Imagine if that person, who you know exactly who I'm talking about, if I responded and reached out to him with, "Hey, my guy, could you help me out with this?" Could you help me out with my NFL network application?
1: Could you imagine if I said that to him? <clears throat> yeah, he... there's a there's a little bit. I'm trying to text me who, who you're talking about because I have you, somebody on the know, top of my mind. I, I, you know who I, it is. I'm sure I do. I'm certain that I do. But right now I'm locking in on one name and I'm trying to go through Joe's Rolodex of people who he would never say, hey, my guy to ever. I, I, oh, oh, okay. I think you I know yes. who it is. Before you even sent it, it had to be this person. Yeah. Yes. So it's. We're not it, it, we didn't make the club to be formal. We made it to be in, informal, actually, to say, hey, come here, learn what you're doing. Uh, you know, we made demo tutorials and said, hey, you know, we, we've had three or four years at this. We, we've got a, at least a baseline knowledge that you can if you if you follow our instructions mm-hmm. then you can learn what we know at this point right? That's how to set up a recording, write a blog, do that stuff. This is too informal. This is too informal. Okay. Here's the only
0: thing though. I'm still a little annoyed and I'm going to give the, whoever said that message a hard time once we talk to him, but at the same time, I actually kind of think it's perfectly fitting. And I think that (laughs) with how uptight and overly professional, uh, WRIU, the student radio station was, which we had our, run-ins with them and then we had a lot of run-ins with the cigar which is the student newspaper how overly formal way overly formal that was i think it's kind of fitting and it kind of makes me a little happy that some you know some slappy uh you know what what is it tuesday in september rolled out a you know opened the account logged in and was like oh hey this dude messaged me i'm gonna hit a mag yo what's up my guy clearly just some frat kid who responded to
1: me sure which is good for content Bad for getting funding. (laughs) You think we should cut their funding? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Not us. I'm saying from the school. I know. know. There's there's levels to it. Uh, You and me sitting in Adam Roth's chair, having a good time, messing with his desk. Like, that's cool. But we're not doing that when he's in the room. We have a plan. We at least both have notebooks. So it looks like that there's something written in it that we have prepared. And I'm just making incredibly graphic drawings and doodles of Joe. Uh, but, but there's a way to present yourself to, to be taking a little bit seriously when it comes to academia and their yeah. awfulness. Did you, oh, I was so pissed. I knew this guy was a dork last night during the, did you hear what happened? You watched that, that jets bills game, right? Yes, I did. This dude is acad. If you want to know when I say academia, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, the game winning punt return happens. Xavier Gibson, Gibson brings it back, wins the game. And some loser dork in a suit chimes in, well, it shouldn't have counted because look at this tripping call from New York. And it was a nothing tripping call after yeah, an awesome, after an insane game winner after your your fifty million dollar quarterback goes down and, and the New York Jets can be happy for twenty minutes, you're a loser dork that has to be a stickler for the rules and and just that's what he is. I hated that. That almost ruined my night because I couldn't believe a producer or somebody in management let that dude on air. Who was it? I think it was some stupid rules official. You know how every booth has to have a Dean Blandino or a a, a Mike Perea or Pereira. 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 Yeah, I don't know. It stinks. It stinks. I hate the rules officials in the booth, and I hate somebody trying to take away from the from it let the fans do it the fans figured out that uh there were only yeah, the, the Broncos had a, mis, a misformation versus the Steelers when they walked them off in overtime under Tebow the fans figured that out it wasn't some loser in the booth pointing it out we should instead cut to a guy that doesn't know any of the
0: rules and just let him guess like he, yeah I mean I yeah, think that- that maybe maybe this well that looks kind of off <laughs> it's just a guy eating a sub Oh, he got uh,
1: lit up. Uh, he's, just looking, <laughs> he's, looking, he's looking at the far side tight end just getting popped by C.J. Mosley. That's what you should bring in. We, we just
0: invented a new type of broadcast where it's the normal crew, and then when plays happen, you cut to Jim who's in the diner, and he's kind of watching the game, but he's not really. But then you pull up the replay and you let him chime in. I think we just revolutionized sports media.
1: Jim, what do you think – It was a little questionable. The quarterback was sliding, but the defender led with his helmet. Do you think that that's a targeting call? Damn! (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Uh, We need more of that. I like that.
0: Uh, that. We also need more – you suck for pulling that out. Uh, We need more good football games. We still have two games that I think that are important for defining the path for this season. Before we do get to that, though, Sean – can you share with our listeners a word from our sponsor
1: Bet online? I would love to uh, bet online or I would, as I would call it, Mr. Reliable. Uh, Mr. Won't. Mr. Won't not let you bet. They will take your bets. Other platforms. Maybe we're getting Ooh. some strongly worded messages from Ooh. me because there's money in an account. And not let me do anything. So I'm I'm on the fritz with them, but not BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is where you go to get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. You can place bets there. That's what you should care about. You don't have to. You don't have to be on a caller service line for 45 minutes during Monday Night Football with BetOnline.ag. Okay. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts.
0: Yeah, I don't have any of those types of issues, Sean. Thank you for that very lively read that you yeah. provided us with. I do a All good right. job. I want to start with talking about Tennessee at Florida. This is the seven p.m. Eastern Time game. This one, I have to start this with saying, Sean, as much as I have spoken negatively on Florida the whole offseason, at the beginning of the season, it needs to be noted that Florida, I don't think this game is going to be a blowout as some people want to depict it to be. I don't think this game is going to be very lopsided because one thing we've discovered from Tennessee the past two weeks against Austin Peay and against UVA is that they've got the capability to be a firepower explosive offense but they haven't done it yet they have been trying to find their rhythm i believe joe milton has one of the lowest qbrs or quarterback ratings whatever the phrasing is for college in the sec right now like he is has not been on point even though even though we know he is super super talented so i'm looking at this game and for me i see two things is this one or this is one an opportunity for billy napier to re-establish some footing and some momentum for the rest of the year. And then two, for Heupel, with a team that is in a position to do damage in a conference that is completely up in the air, to use this as a, we are going to figure out our offensive problems, we're going to put a lot of points up on the board, and we're going to feel really confident going into our next game before we have our first big matchup.
1: This is a must win for Heupel and the Volunteers. It's a must win because the SEC has looked bad. The first two weeks they have lost in out of conference games. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's saying it's a down year. People are saying that it's not going to be a uh, automatic two bid conference for the CFP Mm. this year, which is realistic. It, it, It definitely has the chance to not be. So Tennessee can't be grouped up. They can't take a dumb early loss to Florida. And they're the favorites. And and Florida is going to challenge them because it's Florida's first big game at home this year. So students are back on campus. Here comes the big party. Here comes everyone getting rowdy Uh, you know, everyone's coming in with their swamp boats and their fan boats and they're having a good time, right? Tennessee can't get distracted by that. They just need to go out there, play football, handle business because Florida would love to spoil this. And Florida would love to make, they would love to make this conference chaos. They said, we already have a loss. We, we have hurt the cause. We are the anchor right now that has dragged the, the, the SEC's reputation down. LSU hurt us. Uh, South Carolina hurt us. Mm. Teams have hurt us. Alabama hurt us. But we were the anchor. We started it off with an awful loss to Utah. And what we would love to do is give everybody a loss. Nobody, no free passes. We want to give everybody. Everyone has one loss until it's complete chaos. So good approach, Florida but Tennessee has to recognize that's their only game plan. I don't think Florida really cares about winning and going to the CFP. Maybe they go to a fun bowl game. I don't think they care about going to the New York New York New Year's Six Bowls. I mean, they, let's be realistic, they're not they're they're not They kinda. won't be. So, what do they want to do? Uh, oh, they just want to they just want to F with you Tennessee. They want they want to say, "Oh, this is the SEC. I'm just going to beat you just for fun." So, you can't have that.
0: My thing with Florida, if they're going to win this game, what it's going to really take is eliminating all of those silly mistakes that hurt them in the Utah game because if you take out you know stupid special teams error you take yeah. out the uh, all the penalties the false starts on the road uh, you take out the missed assignments and yeah, all that ball, stuff
1: right really deep ball yeah all of
0: the young football team mistakes that you made against Utah you take that stuff out you can make this a ball game you can make this close and I know that's kind of like a cliche coach talk analysis but there's a lot of truth to that. I will say this much, and this is a take that I'm not sure if a lot of people have. I think that they have an advantage having already played a tough opponent in Utah compared to Tennessee who spent the last two weeks, you know, decking around with UVA, one of the worst P5 teams, and then beating Austin P, but not by a very exciting margin. And we know that Austin P, as two guys who cover the FCS – Not a very good FCS team this year for how close that game was. It was very eye-opening, which you're allowed to have a crappy game. I get that. I don't think that's indicative of what they're capable of doing. But my point is is that Florida's already been punched in the mouth by a better team, a really good, well-coached, well-rounded team, and they can show up and say, well, we were exposed by these mistakes and they took advantage of them. If we correct them this week, we know how we can play good, sound football and win this football
1: game. I actually genuinely love that point uh, because it would be such a Tennessee as it would be a very Tennessee thing to do is to to try to pretend like the, the cup take schedule hasn't happened and then and then just walk out there versus Florida and get and get boat raced. They would love to do that. And they it, <laughs> and good for Florida at least getting challenged in the first two weeks. I mm. will commend every team that has played another power five opponent of stature uh, in the first two weeks. UVA. All right. Tough draw for them. Tennessee decided to get some plays, some guys on scholarship. This will be a a full. This is this is okay. It's all live bullets. This will be live bullets. This is true live bullets for that team if they want to have expectations and beyond for this season.
0: I think though, my realistic projection though on how this game is going to play out, I, I do think that Tennessee wins this football game. This is one of the few games where I'm not really sitting here because I actually am not super confident in me picking Tennessee. By the way. But it's one of the few games where I'm not going to sit here and bang the table and be like, this is going to be a blowout. I think that Joe Milton, Josh Heupel, Brew McCoy, all those guys are going to get back into that rhythm, what we're used to them seeing. They're going to start to air it out. They're going to start to connect on those deep passes. They're going to get back to running the ball the way that they do, and they're going to get some takeaways on the defensive side of the football like they were able to do last year. I see them getting into a rhythm. The advantage that they had at the start of last season, why they hit the ground running so early – is that Hendon Hooker was already the starter of the year before. We already kind of knew who he was and that he was making progress, that he could be a draft prospect, and I feel like we came into the year with with Milton and we came into the year saying, this guy's got all that, but he hasn't done anything. You know, He hadn't done anything on the field. It was all, look how big his arm is, and we got all excited by that, but he hasn't put it to the use where he's putting up 350 plus yards like Hendon Hooker was. i got to see him make that step forward, and I think that this is that type of game where Hypol is going to get everyone locked in, and you come out and they start to really show that sign of
1: progress where they're starting to feel more and more comfortable. I think Milton has the potential to be a game breaker like Anthony Richardson, but he needs to not—and this is an arm strength, athletic ability comp. Yeah, he needs to not do what Anthony Richardson did in his final year of Florida, and that's lose. He needs to go out there and win. He needs to be able to drive the ball in the right pockets. And, and and I, you just have to win in college for me. You have to be a winner quarterback in college unless you are just the man on a bad team. That's happened before. It happens plenty. But for me, taking stock and evaluating uh, uh, players, which I don't do as much as Joe does. And, I, you know, Joe's watching the film, crunching the numbers. I say, first thing, did I he win as numbers? We don't, we don't crunch numbers. We don't did crunch he numbers. win? And, and Anthony Richardson didn't win. Joe Milton, you should win. Win. Be numbers are for dorks, Sean. Don't, I'm, don't. I'm aware. I hate them.
0: We're we're film bros on this show. Numbers are for
1: losers. Get those damn numbers out of here. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Are, you're also picking Tennessee, though? I, assume, I, uh, I am picking, I believe Tennessee will win. And then we might hear more from this game during our betting picks.
0: You're technically, I, I forgot to address this. You're technically a Tennessee fan. That was the team that you had adopted, correct? When you were picking a fandom.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of family there. Uh, that was going to be the school that I attended. Had I not gone to Rhode Island? Oh, I didn't know the, that. It was one of the three that I got into. Oh, I think I may be four. I think, I, no, no, I think I got into Baylor. Tennessee, you at Baylor, Old Dominion, <laughs> and, and Rhode Island. Oh, I wish I got, you went I, to Baylor. <laughs> what was that? I think they were give me a lot of academic, but no athletic oh, money. I, oh, they were. I think they were going to line the pockets a little bit academically. Oh, trying to get a guy from the
0: East Coast. I I wish you went to Baylor. That would have been. You would have fit in perfectly there. They're just a good. <laughs> Christian boy from, <laughs> the from Virginia, you would have fitted perfectly. I'm tired of all
1: these city slickers near me. I want to get back to where I should have been born <laughs> Texas. Ew, <laughs> that dude but, stinks.
0: That archetype is awful. But not only, though, that school has been like even more so, from what I've heard, even more so than TCU and SMU. That is like a super religious area in Texas. Like it is super, super like. You know you go there you get married at 21 before you
1: graduate kind of a deal I want to make it clear I'm not making fun of the uh, the religious aspect I respect the religious aspects of institutions I don't know Notre Dame oof. but uh, you know for most so it is just the archetype of guy on the East Coast doesn't feel like he's fitting in properly that guy stinks
0: all right let's talk about the second game here Sean uh, Kansas State facing off with Missouri. Uh, At Missouri, this is one of the noon games. kind of sucks that we're getting the, the one good game out of the way. This is another one where we've got a ranked opponent playing an unranked opponent. I think anything can happen. Either team can win, but I'm leaning one way in particular. I really like what Missouri brings to the table defensively. I was very high on Tyron Hopper, who is their best linebacker. They've got guys on their defensive line. They've got guys in their secondary. But most importantly, drink is a really good defensive developer and just a really good defensive minded coach like he has gotten this team to a level where maybe they're not exactly an offensive powerhouse which they're the complete
1: opposite
0: yeah I wouldn't say so they're gonna show up fight you for four quarters they're gonna rip you apart tooth and nail and bring you down to their level and it's gonna be a really low scoring game I don't know what the under is on this I don't know I kind of wish I took the under um which I did not I already spent all my money but regardless, mm. defensively, <laughs> they are a very, very hard nosed team, but I like Kansas state in this game because of them being more well rounded and having a little bit more offensive firepower, which I'm going to get to in a second.
1: Yeah. Missouri's interesting. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz has kind of, he's stuck around at Missouri. He's done some good things. He's done some very odd things. Sometimes he seems to be like super uh, charismatic, nice, good. And then sometimes it's like NIL is the worst thing that's ever happened. College is awful. The NCAA should burn and crumble. Like, like he's, he's odd in that way. And then Missouri as a whole, I mean, they introduced the state, introduced that in-state NIL uh, uh, initiative for high schoolers. And they, they immediately got like a five-star or four-star D end. I don't know if it's the year. But if that can draw some in-state talent to go to Mizzou, they mm. should have a better program. I don't think Missouri is a – it's not an elite uh, a recruiting state, but it's good enough to get some real good players. And if you're the biggest school in the state, which you are, you should be able to lock them down. Why not add a couple more incentives? I don't hate that. The problem that they face is Will Howard. Uh, Will Howard is talented at Kansas State. Uh, but more importantly, Will Howard learned from the Messiah last Shut year. Up. He was able Shut to, up. He was able to he go into the film the, room. Wait, wait, wait. wait. He, he beat was able out the to go Messiah. into the film room. He started over this guy that you claim to be some. Uh, the Messiah uh, wasn't perfect. Uh, Nobody would say that. Demi-God. Just He wouldn't even say that. demi I no. no. No, no, no. Joe, Joe, Joe. Come on. You're going to say he is God? Is that what you're going to say? No, I would never say that. That seems a little blasphemous. Hold on. I got to show you something. This is what I have that has been underneath my laptop. This, the book of Adrian Martinez. That's You've what been this using is. a laptop, or uh, you've been using the Bible as a laptop stand. This is the book of Adrian Martinez and it is not a Bible. You What is it? This is uh I, I told you what it was. Uh, this is his highlights and photos and Is that not uh, the know, Bible? That, is no, that the no, Quran? this <laughs> is, This is this is uh I think Dante's Inferno.
0: Oh, okay. I was looking
1: for a big book. Okay. Um, but Will Howard was able to learn, watch, be in the meeting room with an elite uh, offensive mind. He's, uh, Chris Kleiman's great, but we all know who was really dictating the show Adrian Martinez.
0: Such a bad bit. It's just such a bad bet. He beat him out. I said this the whole year bench Adrian Martinez, start Will Howard. And what do you know? They started Will Howard and then they won football games and they won the Big 12 with Will Howard as the starting quarterback. Jesus walks so Will Howard could run. Quick anecdote, though. I just want to throw in before I react to that. I do find it really funny that Missouri is such a defensive-minded team despite Drink's offensive background. And, like, offensively, Brady Cook has not been very great. They haven't run the ball very well, and their offensive line has kind of struggled. That, to me, is where I'm a little bit paused for – what you were saying minus all the blasphemous crap that you threw in there about adrian martinez i think that if this game does come down to a drive which it might i trust will howard because will howard's won on the biggest stage they won a big 12 championship because of his performance i think he does not get enough love for how quality of a starting quarterback he is at the fbs level at the p5 level there aren't a lot of guys that have that level of experience underneath their belt that they can make the plays that he can make. I'm not saying that he's a first-round draft pick, but he's a former four-star recruit that's got a quality arm. He's not perfectly clean, but when he's in rhythm, this offense moves. I also am in love with the fact that this offensive line is really freaking consistent. Cooper Beebe we talked so much about because he's a freaking dog, and they've got two really talented running backs, Trishon Ward and DJ Giddens. They are going to run the ball really easily, and Will Howard is going to play into all that. So I
1: think that this might be a tough one for for Missouri to pull out. It will be Kansas State would have so much more respect if they weren't Kansas State, and that's a bummer. It just is. And then when Texas and Oklahoma leave, then the Big Twelve is going to be fun again. And then there's going to be more recognition in the twelve team playoff. You can expect Kansas State to be in the twelve team playoff. Uh, you can. Will Howard's got another year, right? He does, I believe. I will check. I don't think he's a, a senior. Uh, regardless, I would expect them to be in the playoff in a tour. He he's form. a senior. Oh gosh. All right. Well, regardless, they're a very good team. They're incredibly well coached. Uh, they are dynamic and they are fun to watch also, but because they're Kansas state, uh, and they get overshadowed by a lot of teams, they're somewhat of an afterthought, even though they're just very talented. If they're in the pack 12 this year, that'd be fun. If they're in the sec this year, that'd be fun. Big 10 and eh, nobody's really fun there this year, but They are a great, fun Big 12 team. And I think, again, I I started this last year. I might be a Big 12 guy. That just might be who I am. And they are just – they should win it again this year. They should win the Big 12 this year. Texas, we're waiting for the collapse. I am at least. Oh, it'll happen. That's a a shot. That's a shot. How is that a shot? That's not a shot.
0: I'm all in on Will Howard, though, man. He's got that – that – six foot five 240 pound mm. 1990 starting quarterback frame that we just sure. don't see yeah. <laughs> a- any other teams moving his his dumb ass to right tackle and they're telling him hey man go to the go to the dining hall with the rest of the young linemen we're gonna move you to a right tackle no what? they said we want we want a guy that that is just takes up the whole pocket that's what we want <laughs> We, we we don't care that everything's moving to small and mobile and compact. No. We want the biggest MFR that we can put back there. I support any team that does that.
1: How fired up would you be? i think you I think you would get a jersey if they did a retro photo shoot with some old nineteen nineties shoulder pads and thigh pads. Yes. And they had Will Howard standing back there. Hell yeah. Get a giant purple kansas state jersey and that stupid awful bland helmet you got a bad Um, helmet k-state you just do really you
0: don't like Uh, yeah it's
1: kind of lame it just and and it's it's not their fault tcu has a better one and they took advantage quicker uh but if if will howard decided to be to go in on your bid here (laughs) and basically be tommy maddox (laughs) or
0: uh who is the the dude that the joker that was on the seahawks
1: Oh, are you thinking six, Matt,
0: Matt Hasselbeck? No, 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 no. Is it Todd? No, it's not. Wait, six foot eight QBC. You got to give
1: me. It's not Osweiler, Wait. right? Dan Maguire. Oh, it was okay. Dan Maguire. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about? I do. I remember we were debating uh, Brock Osweiler in the GTTP days, and we we pulled up the tallest quarterbacks ever. Dan McGuire was on the list.
0: God damn McGuire, that's a throwback. Six foot eight, wore a visor. No idea where he was putting that football. They just said he's big as shit, and he's going to be our quarterback. That was. It wasn't like, hey, what, can he, you know, can he place the ball? Is he smart? Is he a good decision maker? Like they just pointed at him like big.
1: That mother. That mf is big as hell. Let's get him out there. I, I think they schematically went after him because Walter Jones is so big at left tackle that they said, okay well, Walter's going to do his thing. We need to find a guy that can work around him. I know the quarterback's a big position, and it's kind of important, but how will we just run the rock and get the tallest guy that can throw a past 10 yards? And that's what they did. Dude,
0: he was so menacing with that, with that freaking visor that he wore. He was the 1991 NFL draft. I know that we're getting distracted. Uh. <laughs> I just really want to quick, quickly see what other quarterbacks were passed up on in that draft class that they, that they could have got, I mean,
1: (laughs) Brett Favre, they passed up on Brett Favre. Yeah. I mean, he went to Atlanta.
0: He was, he was, yeah, we're wasting our time. Sorry. All right. Betting picks. Let's get to our, uh, let's get, let's get to our betting picks here, Sean. So last week I want to do a quick recount. Uh, We both went two and one, but I, I'm sorry. I have to mock you for your Utah pick going incorrectly because I got my Utah hit hit because I took them minus five and a half, but you bet them minus seven and a half in this. So we ended up tying because of that. I have to take the victory lap there.
1: Look, um It had, Oh yeah. I, I just had to relook it up because I thought I had it in the bag. 20 to 30. Just, yeah, that's just how it goes. That's how it goes. You got chalk it up to the game.
0: Current standing six, uh, six and three for me, you're four and five. got to do a little catching up
1: Seems this impossible. week. I'm going to start
0: us off. And this is the uh, the scandal special, Washington playing Michigan State on the road, minus 16.5, minus the turmoil that, that Michigan State's dealing with at their program. I am taking Washington because they've been so explosive and Michigan State has just been dragging ass offensively. I don't think that they're going to be able to keep up.
1: Yeah, MSU is dreadful, and it doesn't feel like one of those games where your coach has some antics and then you go back and rally for them, it's kind of like, hey, what the hell is going on? Are we pre- are we ready for the game? And probably not. Washington, uh, 16 and a half. That is a tasty line, Joe. Mm. My first bet here, Liberty giving three to Buffalo. I don't like Liberty. This is an in-the-weeds pick. <laughs> I don't think lib- – I, I, I've never been a Liberty guy, uh, and it's just never clicked with me. But Buffalo is bad. Real bad. Buffalo uh lost to an FCS team last week. They're not going to keep it tight with Liberty. There's no way. It's a lock. That's this a is one, one I'll gi- this this one I'll give out in my personal life, also.
0: Oh. I might I might plug this one if I can secure some more funds. I bet all the funds that were in my mm. My bet online account already. Oh, Jesus. This, um, I just saw my you. second pick. I, I I get on my bets early. I I placed Sorry. like
1: I just saw it. I just hate I, you. I hate, saw I hate, it. I hate, you, hate it? you. I I hate. I really. You really find a way to invoke hate. From my heart, and I'm a pretty gentle giant. And you find a go ahead. Tell this. You just fans. hate it
0: because tell it's the team of Italian Americans from New Jersey. Rutgers is playing Virginia Tech. They have covered for me two weeks in a row. They are looking the best that they have ever looked under Greg Schiano. The boys are going to cover against Virginia Tech. The line is minus seven. That is so tasty. Virginia Tech hasn't been good in decades. I know that's an that's an exaggeration, but Rutgers oh. is back, baby. I'm gonna bet on Rutgers to cover every single week. Give me them Rutgers Good. minus.
1: Seven. I dare you. They have Michigan next week, and I bet the line's gonna be like 30 points, and I'm gonna take them to cover the 30 points. I hope Rutgers. You've made me dislike Rutgers. I hope they get 50 bombed by Michigan.
0: personally. Yeah. Text text our former teammate Nas that, and and I'm I'm gonna let him know that you said that.
1: All right, your I second hope pick. I hope the Eagles win. They get one. They go one in sixteen. I'll tell Nas that also. I know he's a huge Eagles fan. I hate the, the the Eagles, and I and you've made me hate Rutgers. All right, your next pick. Next pick, Tennessee giving seven to Florida. That's what it is. Tennessee can't mess around. They're going to go into the swamp. They're going to Joe Milton's going to be throwing deep balls. He's going to miss some. He's probably going to fumble it once. Doesn't matter. Florida's offense stinks. Graham Mertz. Is not the dude that they were hoping he would be billy napier has a child's haircut he it's it's not good for florida uh so tennessee lay in seven i think they win by 13.
0: the haircut decision is really good analysis
1: I, I was telling this talking about it to somebody uh, uh, uh this weekend they, he said yeah napier goes into the into the barber shop, says let me get a one and a half all around he has a, a he, he actually has his own extension on the clippers because you got one, two, three, you know, white people hair. He actually gets a one and a half right before you could see the hair and right before you can barely see the hair. Right in the middle at the stupidest inflection point when your hair is growing. What an awful cut.
0: Oh, pray for Billy Napier's haircut. My last betting pick that I have. Fresno minus three against Arizona State. I know that Arizona State hasn't looked as bad as I think we would have thought. But they still have a freshman quarterback. Rashada it has looked nice since he's taken over him in the starting quarterback. Here's my reasoning, though. I think that Fresno has been so, so good to start this season. I think that they have shown that they can beat Power 5 teams the way that they put against Purdue. And I don't think Purdue's
1: like... How'd they that... play against EWU, Joe? Fresno? Yeah.
0: How did they play against They went EWU?
1: to overtime with Eastern Washington.
0: I stand by my pick for Eastern Washington's a powerhouse. Give me Fresno <laughs> minus three. Sick,
1: you have a sick brain. In between your your ears is just flu, coughing, cold, and, and some other diseases. You, it, you just have a sick brain. It is unwell. Fresno
0: minus three. You can go screw.
1: What's your final pick before my My final pick Wyoming uh, getting 28 and a half versus Texas. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cowboys. Cover it. You, you went into Lubbock and you beat them. You go, into, to, uh, te- go to Texas and cover that. You're it's not going to know what Texas is. It's Arlington, right? Texas, UT. Oh, no. Oh, it's Austin. Austin. UT Austin is what it's at. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, called. yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, too much. Uh, it's too
0: much. That's it's a too sad much. note Texas to end on. At Joe DeLeon at yeah. Sanderson Radio. We'll be back. Hit that subscribe button. Comment your hurt. thoughts below. We're sorry.